0: The advice given on sex and other human activities is for entertainment purposes only. If you've got a question for us, send us an email at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Welcome to, Nanner Bread. It's dry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm Marcus Parks. I'm
1: Jackie Zabrowski. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh my God. It's great to be back.
0: It is. It is.
1: Through hell and high water, we're back,
0: guys. Mm. It's been a bit bit of a we've had a rough time. Not quite ready to talk about the rough time just yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not there um yet.
0: Yeah. But you know how it goes with this show, you know, it's like if we if we are having a hard time with ourselves, then we know that we're not really in a place to help out you guys. So uh yeah, we took a little bit of a break, but goddamn it, now we're back.
1: Oh yeah, man. Sometimes you gotta see hell to remember that heaven exists. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think we're yeah. We're just gonna go jump into letters. We have got do it. a ton of letters to get to. Thank you guys so much uh, for writing in, uh, and uh, let's just j- jump right into it. What are we gonna call?
1: Oh, teeth for days.
0: <laughs> says all right. So, I've been single for almost a year now. I've been enjoying the wonders of casual sex for around nine months. I've finally decided that I'm ready to settle down again, and I have my eye on a boy I see often. I've been trying to put out that girlfriend material vibe, and he has done and said things that make me feel like he's down to get into another serious relationship. As a rule, I'm completely open and honest about my sexual history. I don't have the time or energy to lie or hide anything from the people in my life, and as a strident feminist, I don't believe that the number of men i fuck or that I usually sleep with someone on the first date should in any way affect how a potential partner views me. He knows almost everything about the last year and isn't bothered by it, but the last time I saw him, I revealed to him I'm also a sugar baby and I do have a sexual relationship with my daddy. My anxiety brain is telling me that I should have kept that to myself, but logical brain says that if I'm going to try and pursue a relationship with him, I should have put everything on the table and let him react how he will. So here's my question. Should I bite the bullet and broach the topic of getting serious with a high probability of him either completely rejecting me or asking me to do something I don't? don't want to do, i.e. cutting off my sugar daddy, and if it doesn't work out, would I do better to take a more traditional route and maybe not fuck on the first date or reveal that I'm kind of a huge slut? My feminism dictates that my past sex life shouldn't hold much weight in the grand scheme of things, but is that thinking realistic? Thanks, teeth for days.
1: But do you want to be in a relationship? Yeah, right? That's the thing is that it sounds like you don't, which there's no... But there's no problem with that Yeah it's fine It sounds like you're having A great fucking time With like Banging dudes And having a great time I am completely for sex On a first date If you're feeling it Do it I am a big proponent of it I don't see any problem with it I don't either It just depends And if the person that you're with Sees a problem with it Then you know Then they Won't do it And if they do it, and then they have some weird issue with it, then fuck them.
0: Very few men will say no to sex on the first date. Usually.
1: And honestly, (laughs) very few women, if the woman's into it, I think would say no. But I I shouldn't say that. Everybody's got their own. Everybody's Everybody's, different.
0: Everybody's totally different. But it is also the double standard of uh, guys who are like, oh, yeah, fuck it on the first date. And they're like, oh, no, but. I'm not the only one. You yeah, fuck. yeah, right. I'm not special, boy. No,
1: you ain't no special boy. I, I no always fuck a first People
0: like to fuck. It's fine. Yeah,
1: it's fine. And especially if you have gotten to the point that you're on a date with someone, yeah, you're gonna fuck them. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Um,
0: <laughs> and that's just me.
1: <laughs> I it just really to me sounds like it's like you're having a great time with this dude, and then if you're that worried that if you that you don't want to lose your your sugar daddy. Then don't. And if you want to tell him that and see uh, see what he thinks, and if this is something that you are strong and you stand by, then you don't continue with the relationship. But really ask yourself if you want to be with this dude.
0: Yeah, kind of sounds like you're happy getting your sugar daddy cash and fucking random dudes.
1: Which is great. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. you do you, man. That's how it goes. Yeah,
0: I mean, we're all, you know, yeah, we're all... Living our lives however we want to live our lives.
1: I think you should ask yourself what is it about a relationship with this specific dude that you want? Like, what is it about it that makes you have like? Do you, is this something that you see that you're gonna you're gonna want to move in with him down the road? Are you gonna like that you want things to go forward and and change and get more serious? That if that's what you want, then go for it. I mean, it might be too early to really be thinking about all this stuff, but it's like I just feel like. You like this guy, so you want to hang out with him more. But it doesn't seem like either side is pushing for a boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Now,
0: I'm kind of confused about this whole sugar daddy business. Like, I mean, I think it's great. If so, I could
1: do it, man, I would do it.
0: <laughs> so, so it's just a dude that just kind of pays her money?
1: It depends. I know someone that does, like, that she's got, like, a, a dude that will come into town once a, a month or once every six weeks they bang. He takes her to a bunch of parties. They do whatever. But he also, like, has his credit card on her Uber account. Mm-hmm. He pays for her really fancy gym. He gives like he pays for things in her life that will help her with her career and what she needs. Ah. And that's what he pays for. And then she has other sugar daddies that just pay her just to go out for a night that, like, it's, like, older dudes. And, like, she goes out and talks to people. And they have a great time. I just know one person that has, has been uh, – that is – She's been a sugar baby for about, I don't know, 10, 12 years. And she loves it, but she also wants nothing to do with a relationship in her everyday life. uh Uh-huh. Because she doesn't. She wants to be by herself. So she can fuck whoever she wants. And she also gets paid money for other things that are just taken care of in her life. He basically, like, almost, it's like... Like, he's got, like, a little leash on her. So that when he is in town, she has to be available. Ah, that okay. like That, it, it, like, he lets her know, like, hey, I will be in town these dates, and she needs to be available. Right. No matter what. Okay. So that's the compromise. That, like, he has somebody in town that he can take to events and dinners and things like that.
0: Alright, so how does a relationship work into all of that? Because it seems like it would be a weird thing to be like hanging out with your boyfriend and you're like, hey, you want to go to this concert on set? It's like, oh, I can't. My sugar daddy's in town.
1: I think you have to find someone that is completely and utterly OK with it. Yeah. But also you have to make sure that they are actually completely and utterly OK with it. Yeah. Because I think that it it, it is such a foreign concept to some people that I mean, it does depend on whatever the relationship of teeth for days, like what her sugar daddy relationship is. I
0: mean, I guess it's just a job, right?
1: be essentially
0: yeah like it's like being a sugar baby is like it's a job
1: yes depending on but it also depends on is this person in town all the time like and but i just i worry for the dude that you're trying to see that he would just be like i like you a lot you know oh that's weird but i guess we'll figure it out and then he's the one that's gonna get fucked in the end because he's like oh no no this sucks yeah
0: Yeah, it's just because it would hurt every time. I know I sure as fuck wouldn't be able to do it, but it would hurt. I feel like it would hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also more of a traditional fella.
1: And it depends. on They like to fuck a lot, yeah, which is yeah, fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm traditional in the yeah, traditional. yeah, I mean like uh, progressive enough where I don't give a fuck how many people you fucked but or how often or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I guess too, too traditional. You're uh, monogamous. Yeah, I'm a monogamous guy. I would expect a partner to be the same. And I guess uh, Teeth for Days, you just got to find a guy that's cool with you not being monogamous. But I mean... Working your job.
1: Yeah, and, and if this is something that you would like to pursue with this guy, you gotta tell him about it. Yeah, you can't, any
0: guy. <laughs> you can't like, not you don't, tell him about it. You don't have to tell a guy that you're just like hanging out with. Like that's not... Yeah, you don't have to tell that guy. But if you're gonna be in some sort of like actual relationship, then yeah... You got to tell them. That yeah. would be beyond shitty if yeah. you did not, if you kept that from somebody, that'd be fucking awful. You did yeah. the right thing telling the guy if you're thinking about getting into a relationship with him. But if you're going to do that, if you're going to do the whole sugar baby thing, then you got to tell everyone that you are in a relationship with. You can't hide that from Mm-mm. them. You can't keep that from them. And it's just a, I mean, that's a fucking non-negotiable, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you already chose it for your life and that's cool, but. Yeah. But then you gotta own it. Then you gotta be like, nope, this is what I do.
0: Yeah. Then you gotta you gotta own it, and you gotta you know pay for the the whatever consequences there might be in a life like that. Yeah. And one of those consequences is that not everyone's gonna be cool with that. Right. So, yeah if that's the life you want to lead then fucking great but you gotta make fun. sure that whoever it does sound fun it does fun. sound yeah. fun
1: though I'm like that's the thing can dudes be sugar babies yeah
0: well I guess it's more, it would probably be more of a, a homosexual type thing right
1: I don't think so you could also find what are you talking about remember the wedding date <laughs> the- <laughs> You can find you know, other. oh no, there's definitely a bunch of rich women that need to go to functions, and yeah. you know they owe, and they they want a nice looking dude to go with them. I mean, I'm not like thinking about it or nothing. I mean it, but there's also a lot <laughs> I mean, a of
0: very happy, committed, monogamous relationship. But there's a
1: lot of them that don't involve sex though, yeah. as well. The people that don't want sex, they just simply need someone. Although in talking to my friend that does this as well, she's like, they say they don't. But like, but I make sure that they know what's going on. And she's like, because if you're, if you want sex, that's fine. But I have to like you in a different level. Like, cause she meets mm-hmm. with them first before she does anything that like she wants, she like, she won't do it if she's not a, like at least ca- semi attracted to them. Does
0: she advertise somewhere? Does she have like a business There's card? a
1: website. It's something that's like, like making appearances or something. It's something like that. She told me the website about it. Cause I was like, she's like, you know, they love girls of all sizes. And I was like, don't <laughs> tell me that. <laughs> 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 I won't do it hmm. but if I could wear heels I'd think about it
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright well let's move on to our next letter here what are we going to call this girl
1: snake bite <laughs> yeah. I'm big into mouths today.
0: (laughs) All right. I recently started a relationship with a guy who I work with. We're really happy for the most part. My only problem is that my extreme anxiety tends to get in the way of me fully enjoying my time with him. I have really bad OCD and it often manifests as paranoid thoughts that I can't get rid of. When I say paranoid, I mean true paranoia to the point where my psychiatrist was concerned I was showing signs of schizophrenia. My boyfriend knows I have OCD and is always very supportive. He also knows I was sexually assaulted and again is extremely supportive. He helps me deal with my self-harm problem, he encourages me to go to therapy, and he's always there to go with me to counseling or group therapy if I need it. The problem is, most of my paranoia is about him. I'm desperately afraid of ending up in an abusive relationship. For a long time, I was friends with a lot of people who had been in abusive relationships, but who were also extremely toxic for my mental health. They're mostly lesbians and radical feminists who had this perspective that all women who enter relationships with men are destined for abuse and dissatisfaction, and that because I I, a bisexual woman, have a boyfriend, I'm basically doing myself a disservice by not dating a woman instead. This mindset has left me feeling guilty and ashamed and afraid of what might come of my relationship. The thing is, this paranoia doesn't come from red flags I've seen. My boyfriend respects my boundaries, he's supportive, etc. He encourages me to go out and do stuff, even if it doesn't involve him, and when I told him that I'd done sex work in the past, he had no problem with it and said he'd be supportive if I decided to do it again. Despite all this, I'm still Terrified. Looking back, I can see that this resembles other paranoia I've had in the past and was always wrong about. Yet, like this past paranoia, I can't get rid of the worry. I'm sorry for the long, complicated email, but I guess my question is, how do I deal with my paranoia so I can actually enjoy the first relationship I've had where I'm supported and happy? Snakebite.
1: Marcus says, "You written all over it."
0: Oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had to go through this exact same thing very recently with my current girlfriend, uh, where I was. Um, In a good, happy, healthy relationship for the first time in a very long time. uh, And I had constant paranoia that, you know, she was going to cheat on me. That she was going to suddenly turn out to be a totally different person than she was making herself out to be. uh, That she was being, she was with me just for the sole purpose of hurting me. uh, For various fucked up weird reasons that I had created in my own head. Uh, And what I kind of hit upon one day uh, is it just suddenly hit me she's not going to hurt me that she's not going to try to hurt me because she has no reason to try and hurt me Uh, I also had to go and get some medication. Like I had to start working on like my own paranoia because I realized that um, once I started having paranoia about this, once I realized that like I was having paranoia about this relationship, I started looking into other parts of my life of which I felt paranoia towards and started realizing that a lot of that was also bullshit as well. It wasn't just my relationship that I was paranoid about. I was paranoid about working relationships, about friendships, about a ton of different uh situations in life, uh, and started to realize like, Holy shit, I am a paranoid fucking person. I'm an extremely paranoid person. I need to get help for this. And so, uh, I started and much like you saying, uh, that your psychiatrist was concerned that you were showing signs of schizophrenia. My psychiatrist also asked a couple questions. There were a couple of paranoid moments uh, that I had uh, that I'm not going to go into because it's somewhat uh, personal uh, and kind of embarrassing. Let's just say that it had to do with reptilians. Uh, Very real. Very, very real paranoid. I just
1: smiled. <laughs> I I wasn't I'm not judging you. I'm not judging, I'm not judging
0: you. you. I'm just telling you very real because like yeah. I, I was no, like I, I Does I she remember-
1: think I'm joking? Yeah. No, no,
0: no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's like some very uh real paranoid moments that I had to truly address. That I had to really sit down and address, and my um psychiatrist was somewhat concerned about like possible schizophrenia. So I started going on antipsychotics and, uh, and I've been on this same antipsychotic now for a few months now, Risperdone, uh, still on it, still working out pretty good. Uh, I don't really have the paranoia that I, uh, was having. Uh, and I also had to work on it in therapy as well, uh, where I had to really face like why I was feeling this paranoia, where it was coming from, uh, and how I was going to, stop it, uh, because paranoia, you know, I've been talking about it a lot in the last year is that like paranoia, uh, is what takes me out of the good times. And that's the thing that I'm really working on in therapy a lot right now is, uh, how, because I'll, we'll go into therapy and, you know, feel pretty good. And then, you know, be out for a few days and then just suddenly something will happen in the intervening week that will kind of knock me down. Uh, and I've stopped asking what knocked me down and started asking what lifted me up and I think that is a much more important question to ask because like what lifts you up you know not what's not what sends you into the paranoia but what gets you out of the paranoia what is a what it is what is it about the moment when you start feeling better that makes you feel better. Uh, instead of focusing on the negative, try focusing on the positive. Try seeing all of the good things that are there rather than all of the bad things. I know that's extremely difficult. I know that is that is the hardest thing to do is to look at the good things without letting the paranoia eat away at them uh, because that's what paranoia does. Paranoia eats away at happiness. It eats away at contentment uh, and it makes you absolutely miserable. It leads to anxiety which leads to depression uh, and it takes the flavor out of everything uh that's what paranoia does is that it just it takes the flavor out of any good experience you might have and you know whether you're at a concert uh or taking a walk in the park or just driving down the road on a nice day paranoia can destroy any of that uh in a second uh so i will say i haven't figured out yet what it is that brings me up you know what takes me to the good place what goes right what we're trying to figure out it's like not what goes wrong but what goes right i haven't quite figured it out yet but i'm getting closer uh and still working on it every day and working on it all the time uh and that's about the only thing i can tell you uh is you know go go to your therapist talk about like maybe figure out what goes right figure out the good stuff uh and hold on to it as tight as you fucking can once you figure it out
1: Also, as someone that has dated women in the past, I just have to say it's okay to date a man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have many lesbian friends that think that a lot of men are evil or all men are evil. And I understand. Get it. I get it. But also just remember that just as like a plain, straight up thing, that they don't know what they're talking about. No. There are because also it's like that's like saying all women are crazy. It's like because it's bullshit. There are good people and there are bad people. And most people, especially someone that you trust, will usually be good. And you have to remember that there are a good amount of good people out there. Yeah. Just because he's got a dick... Doesn't mean he's gonna hit you.
0: Thank you, Jackie.
1: I needed to <laughs> say it. I just had to say it. I mean, yeah. I understand. I mean, I'm not making light of d- this because I understand. Yeah. I mean, of course, this is a much bigger issue, but I just of needed course. to throw that out there. Yeah,
0: and I and I get that. You know, people have uh, terrible experiences in the past, and you know, can can sour them on a lot of things. But these uh, women that are telling you these things, they are wrong. Uh, they are absolutely wrong, and I guarantee you that's playing into your paranoia. Uh, and- well, especially
1: that you've been—I mean, I've been sexually assaulted, unfortunately, and, and so have you, and that plays a part in it. That's helping your paranoia as well feed on that of this, of this paranoid thought that he's going to abuse you
0: yeah. because you have PTSD. And you've also—you know, you say you've been in an abusive relationship before. That's part of where a lot of my— paranoia came from because I was also in an abusive relationship for a number of years uh, and that kept fucking with every relationship I was in afterwards Uh, and I had to that's another thing that I had to keep telling myself uh, is that my current girlfriend she is not the other girlfriend She's not the other woman. Like, she has nothing in common with her. Even if there is, like, something every once in a while where it's like, oh, that kind of reminds me of that one time where... And then you just stop yourself. Because it does not mean that it is the exact same person. It does not mean that you're about to go down the exact same road. Because that was the thinking that I was starting to get in my fucking head. It was like, oh, that's going to start me down... That, that the one thing that she said is going to turn into... The next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. And before you know it, I'm right back where I started from. And the other thing that also helped the paranoia is that I talked to her about it. I talked to Caroline about it. Like, when I was starting to feel paranoid, when I was starting to feel like crazy shit, I would tell her uh, and say, like, hey, listen, I'm sorry, but... This really fucked up weird thing is going through my head right now, and I know it's not... Because I also needed to have somebody else tell me it's not true. I needed to have somebody else tell me, like, no, that's not... That's not true. That's not how these things work. This is not how I work. This is not who I am. Let me show you otherwise, Uh, because if you keep it all in, uh, then it just percolates in your fucking brain. And they got no idea what's going on, you know, like because you sometimes you feel like when you're really paranoid, you kind of think like, how does nobody else see this? How how is this not such an obvious thing to everybody else? Because it feels so big. It feels so big that you assume that everybody else has to know what's going on inside your head. Nobody knows what's going on. Nobody's a mind reader. No one is a mind reader. Nobody knows about any of that shit. Uh, So you got to share it with your partner, even if it is a little crazy. Uh, Because if you, I mean, because it's also good to kind of preface it with like, I know this is crazy. Like, I know this is weird. I know this is not true. But I have to tell you about this. Mm-hmm. I have You have to know what's going through my head right now. Um, so I think if you actually, like, if you trust this guy, uh, which it sounds like you have every reason to. He sounds like a fucking awesome dude. Yeah. He sounds b- very fucking he cool.
1: Sounds, and he sounds so
0: supportive. Yeah, extremely so. Uh, be honest with him. Let him know. Tell him what's going on. And he will uh, either understand or he won't. But it sounds like he will understand. I think he will. I think he will. You know, if he's supportive about all of those other things, then he's going to be supportive about this as well. Uh, And sometimes, you know, if you have like a paranoid thought or something like that, uh, and uh, you talk about it, then it can also prevent other problems from happening. It's like, oh, I didn't. Realize that you felt that way. Like, yeah, I do feel that way, uh, and then you can work on other aspects of your relationship. It can be actually pretty healthy. I mean, just remember, it's like if you go through shit like this, if you have mental problems uh, like this, you know, OCD, paranoia, bipolar depression, any of it, like. The regular ways of doing a relationship probably aren't going to work for you. If you, you have a weird brain, you're going to have a weird relationship. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're not going to be able to get through shit the ways that a lot of regular people are able to get through shit. You have to do shit your own way. You have to figure out your own path on this. Uh, and it's going to take you a little while to figure out the best way for you to do it. Uh, but if you've got a supportive partner who understands, then just remember the only way that you can figure it out is together you're not going to be able to figure it out on your own right. you've got to work together and figure this shit out otherwise it's going to end um one way or another either your paranoia is going to get the best of you or uh you're going to become withdrawn and he's going to wonder where the fuck you went um so the only way i think is uh to talk about it see what happens
1: I like that advice a lot.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. And that's where we'll end today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great though. I th- I think that I think everything you said was just was spot on.
0: Thank you, Jackie.
1: <laughs> and other things that I can compliment you on, I like the shirt that you're wearing.
0: It's a Swamp Thing shirt. It says
1: Swamp Thing on it, and I like <laughs> and that as it well. It says
0: Swamp Thing, and it's got a Swamp Thing on it. <laughs> we will be back next week. Thank you very much uh, for writing in, everybody. If you've got a question or comment for us, Cave Company Radio at Gmail uh, is the uh, address. And so make noise and be free. Fuckers. Kuna, my fuck it